0: We're continuing question 37 in the Westminster Shorter Catechism, which says, What benefits do believers receive from Christ at death? Last week we talked about uh, the beginning of this. I'd like to do the second half, but the whole answer says, The souls of believers are, at their death, made perfect in holiness, and do immediately pass into glory. And the second part we'll talk about today. And their bodies, being still united to Christ, do rest in their graves till the resurrection. So the second half of the answer, says that our bodies, being still united to Christ, rest in their graves until the resurrection. So death does separate the body and the soul, of course. And then our body, for a believer and an unbeliever, uh, returns to dust. In Acts 13.36, it uses the word corruption, returns to corruption. But the body of the believer is reserved for glory. The glory at the resurrection. And the body of the unbeliever is reserved for destruction. There's a big difference there. Now, for the believer... This brings up the fact that our bodies are united uh, to Christ. Um, And our body was purchased and redeemed by the Lord. In 1 Corinthians 6 it says, For you were bought at a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. So your spirit and soul is his, and your body is his. And both are meant to bring glory to God. And since we are stewards of what God has given us, Uh, and we will have these bodies in a glorified state in heaven, we have to ask ourselves, what should I do now to keep what he has made and what he has bought in good condition? A steward has to give an account at some point, right? We're stewards. And I think we all know the general answers for this, right? Uh, We sleep enough so this body can function. It's his body. Uh, We eat what our body needs. So we have energy to do what he calls us to do. We work hard sometimes, and we push our bodies to keep them strong. Uh, That's why we split wood last week at my house. Uh, We take rests, and we take vacations, and uh, we need to be refreshed. And we pray to deal with stress, which can uh, debilitate our bodies. Which is another good thing about splitting wood, by the way. You really can take out some stress there. In 1 Corinthians 3... Verses 16 and 17, it says, Do you not know that you are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? So this is a matter of obedience here and of pleasing God to be good stewards of our bodies now. And although our bodies decay and they'll turn to dust, at the resurrection, they will be raised up and our soul will be reunited with our glorified body. And so if you remember several months ago, uh, Rodney shared uh, about... uh, uh, when we die, how to deal with that, uh, our bodies. And so we, it is good to consider that and to remember that our bodies are his. And this is just another aspect of doing all for the glory of God. It's a matter of obedience. In Romans 8 it says, We also who have the first fruits of the Spirit, even we groan within ourselves, eagerly waiting for the adoption, the redemption of our body. So we're groaning. I mean, you may not do that yourself very often, but in a sense you are we are all groaning for that day. We long for that now, and we will long for it as, as we wait for the resurrection. In 2 Corinthians 5, this is a related passage, it says, For we who are in this tent, is in the body, being burdened, not because we want to be unclothed, but further clothed, that mortality may be swallowed up by life. So you can picture mor- uh, death being swallowed up by life. And uh, we will be clothed in a glorified body, dwelling in glory with the saints and with the Lord in holiness. In 1 Corinthians 15, it tells us that the dead will be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. It goes on to say, So when this corruptible has put on incorruption, and this mortal has put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. Again, you can picture death being swallowed up in victory. And this communion table is a celebration of of that victory. And as I said last week, when we come to this table of the Lord each week, we are remembering that he became a man, and he took on a body like ours, and then he suffered in the body, yet without sin, and his body died, but by the power of God was raised, and so we in Christ have that same hope. We should not fear death, we should not fear the grave. We are in Christ, and we will be raised as he was. And this is part of his amazing grace to us. Job said, For I know that my Redeemer lives, and he shall stand at last on the earth, And after my skin, or my flesh, is destroyed, this I know, that in my flesh I shall see God, whom I shall see for myself, and my eyes shall behold. So in the midst of all Job was going through, and he of all people knew the weakness of the flesh, he had an eternal hope. He had the hope of seeing his Redeemer in the flesh with his eyes. And as weak and frail as our bodies are, they are gifts from God, miraculously made and formed, and are part of their redemption not to be looked over, but overlooked because they are supposedly uh, not spiritual, but we are to care for them and nourish them and thank God for them. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for the hope of the resurrection and that we can rejoice that we will have glorified bodies. And we thank you that we have victory over death through the power of your death and resurrection. Help us to be better stewards of the body you've given us and to use it in all things, from you, to glorify you and build up your kingdom. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen.